So last week, saints, what did we do? We did a spinoff of Elder Deutsch's message about the power of God and the gifts that he gives to men. Is that what we did? <laughs> we got Easter coming in a few weeks, saints. And, and you know, Easter represents the, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. <laughs> and that's really what this Christian life is all about. Amen. God's death and his burial. First of all, his life. <laughs> then his death and his burial and his resurrection. And we talked about the gifts that God gives to us, but that's the greatest gift that God gave to us was himself. Amen. <laughs> Please believe <laughs> the greatest gift God gave was himself. The body of Christ for the body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> that was a great gift. He gave himself for us. You know, they say a life for a life. Amen. That's what it was. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know too many folks that died for us. Huh? We don't know that many folks that did that. Amen. <laughs> so we say, thank you, Jesus. Then we looked at the gift that God gave for, for ministry. Called the five-fold ministry. Amen. We looked at that gift. Some, some prophets and some apostles and evangelists and pastors and teachers. Those are the gifts that God gave us for ministry. And he gave us those gifts to perfect us, to, to make us better. Amen. To equip us. Amen. To grow his kingdom. So he gave us these, the five-fold ministry gifts, which some refer to as the hand. And we went through that last week. Right? The hand of God is the power of God. Amen. <laughs> and Jesus is the hand of God. He's the entire fivefold ministry in one man. <laughs> That's why we thank you, Jesus. He's all of it. Amen. Then I gave you all a bonus on. It was in Romans 11 and 29, which, uh, which says, For the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. So God gives us all these gifts, and then he gives us personal gifts that we can use, hopefully for his kingdom first. Amen. But when he gives us these gifts, he doesn't repent because you don't use them or you misuse them. Amen. <clears throat> He's not sorry that he gave them to us. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm sure it grieves God a little when we don't use our gifts. Amen. He grieves him. But he's not repenting over it. That's what the scripture is saying. For the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. He's not repenting over it. He's not saying I shouldn't have gave it to him. Amen. And he doesn't want to take it back, say to God. He wants us to use it. Amen. He's not an Indian giver. Where did that phrase come from anyway? Indian giver. <laughs> uh, I looked it, I had to look it up. You know what an Indian giver, it's defined in the Webster Dictionary as a person who gives something to another and then takes it back from him or expects an equivalent in return. That's an Indian giver. Amen. <laughs> but let me tell you where it really came from. That word Indian giver was derived from the alleged practice of the American Indians taking back gifts from the white settlers. That's really where it came from. 
But here's the problem. I want you all to catch this revelation right here. The white settlers misinterpreted the Indians' loans to them as gifts. Get that one in your spirit. You all know when somebody loan you something and you just never give it back. Huh? Y'all know anything about that? <laughs> y'all know nothing about that. And then they ask for it back and now you want to call them a name. <laughs> huh? You Indian giver. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. They never gave it to you. Amen. They loaned it to you. Amen. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let y'all, that's another message for another day, okay? But that's how that term emerged, amen, now you know. But this I tell you with all certainty, God is not an Indian giver, amen? He's not asking for his gift back. And you know why? Because he didn't loan it to you, he gave it to you, amen? So you should use your gift, saints, especially Spiritual gifts. Amen. See, even in the natural, if someone gives you a gift, you should use it. Amen. I mean, I got some gifts on. Uh, Pastor Brian gave me these shoes right here as a gift. Woo, so many years ago, I'm still using them. Amen. He said, the Lord want to use you. He wants you to walk differently. He got another kind of walk for you. And then he gave me these shoes. Nice shoes, too. I looked them up online. <laughs> These are some nice shoes. <laughs> Meslins, very nice. Huh? I use them. So, you know, I'm, I'm showing you gifts of men. You know, if, if Pastor Brian can give gifts like, think of the gift that God gave you to use. You got to use it. Amen? <laughs> Tola gave me a gift. <laughs> Around Christmas, I remember he gave me this calendar um, kind of uh, 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 activity book, but it had a calendar and had scriptures. I still use it. <laughs> Those gifts are blessings, saints of God. Amen. I just want to show you all on the, the gifts that God gives you. He wants you to use them. Amen. Elder Deutsch always giving me gifts. Amen. <laughs> he give me books, tapes, vitamins. <laughs> Praise God. I thank God for him. And I use all those gifts. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I use those gifts, saints. We got a joke. We got a little private joke we do, Elder Deutsch and I. Because he gave me this vitamin called Prevagen. And it's for your mind. It helps to clear, you know, so you won't have brain fog. It's supposed to clear your, your mind. And, uh, I'll tell him, hey, I'm going to call you back or this or that is going on. And then if I don't do it, he'll, he'll call me and say, Pastor, what, you forgot to take your Prevagen? <laughs> and you all know I get him back. I do the same thing. When he say he's going to do something, he don't do it. <laughs> oh, I got to say, I got to hold this for a minute. Here's Elder Deutsch coming now. Praise God. God bless you, Sister Deutsch. You right on time. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But when someone gives you a gift, saints of God, use it. That's what I'm trying to tell you today. Amen. And so if God gifts you with a special talent, you got to use it. Amen. <laughs> it's a saying that goes, if you don't lose it, come on. You'll lose it. 
Huh? You want to lose? Yeah, I don't want to lose anything. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I know your husband, your king is, is parking the car right now. I was just talking about that prever, what is it, prevagen? Yeah, that gift that he gave me. I'm talking about gifts today. <laughs> Amen. And how we tease each other about that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So thank you, saints of God. So at the end of the day, I just want you to know to use your gift. Amen. It was a special word. And, uh, you know, again, God is not repenting because he gave you the gift if he does, if you don't use it. But you should use all the gifts that God gives you. Amen. But I'm going to say this to you. If you don't use your gift, I'm not going to judge you. Amen. I'm going to tell you that because God is the ultimate judge. I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. What does the scripture say about judging anyway? Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. I had a program up here. What did I do with that program? Say that again. That's what the scripture say. Amen. Amen. That's on the front of your program. Everybody got a program? That's on the front of your program. Amen. So the scripture says in Matthew 7, 1, she read it from the program, which is in Luke, I believe. Okay, Luke 6, 37, it says it like that. But in Matthew 7 and 1, give me that one, Kimmy. Praise the Lord. Matthew 7 and 1 says, it says, judge not that ye be not judged. Amen. And that sounds like it's saying we should not judge so we won't be judged. Isn't that what it sounds like? <laughs> but I want to tell you all this. We can't, we, we can't get that scripture, Kim. <laughs> it's, not, it's not doing it. There it is. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm here to tell you today, though, that scripture right there is so misunderstood. Amen. God bless you, Elder Deutsch. I was just talking about you. You know it was good. Amen. God bless you, Brother Joe. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but anyway, the scripture, this scripture, judge not that ye not be judged, is a really misunderstood scripture. And it's quoted a lot. Amen. Sometimes people would do something and then they say, don't judge me. <laughs> and you know, the reason they quote this scripture is because they feel guilty about what they did. And they don't want your opinion. They don't want your judgment. Amen. Amen. So they say, don't judge me. <laughs> but our, cult, our culture, saints, the culture that we in now uses this scripture to promote a tolerance that often encourages acceptance of behaviors that are forbidden in the Bible. <laughs> That's what the culture does. Amen. For example, homosexuality. You know what they say? Don't judge them. Why would you judge them? Huh? They were born like that. Don't judge them. <laughs> Amen. Well, that tolerance, that, 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 what they're promoting is, is anti-Bible. 
It's forbidden. <laughs> but they'll say, don't judge me. I'm going to get into the scripture today with y'all and really bless y'all. Amen. You know, I really want to bless you real good, right? <laughs> I'm going to bless you real good with this because this scripture is really misunderstood. Amen. Murderers. Don't judge them. Amen. Adulterers. Don't judge them. Amen. This is a very misunderstood scripture, saints. So today, we're going to get some understanding of it. Amen. So my message today is going to be on judging. And God doesn't want us to be ignorant to his word. None of it. You remember I said you can be ignorant to some things, but don't be ignorant to the word of God. Amen. You want to know God's words. Amen. That's our rights and privileges. Amen. These things have to happen. So you, you don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. So we're going to get a lot of understanding about this scripture. Judge not that ye be not judged. Because <laughs> it sounds like we should not be judging. However, the scripture, you know what the scripture is really talking about? If we, if we keep it in context and we're going to put it in the context, it's talking about people. So it sounds like it's saying we shouldn't be judging one another, people, right? But in reality, we're making judgments all day long. We're making decisions of life, right? But we're also judging people. Amen? <laughs> Say amen to that. <laughs> See, on face value, this scripture couldn't mean what people think it means. It couldn't. Amen? Let's look at the scripture and put it in, in context. Like I said, we're going we gonna to dissect it. You know how we get all the, all the meat off the bone? <laughs> we're getting ready to dissect this scripture. What did the scripture tell us to do? Rightfully divide, come on, the word of truth. <laughs> I got nothing but truth, and we're going to rightfully divide it right now. Amen? <laughs> all right, turn to your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, and let's look at verse 1 again. You all should already be there. It says, judge not that ye be not judged. Look at verse 2. For with, for with what judgment ye judge, you shall be judged, and with what measure you meet. It shall be measured to you again. Oh, you had to get that one in your spirit right there. I say, for what measure you meet, it will be measured to you again. That's a powerful principle. Amen. What you put out, however, at whatever level, you're going to get that back. But I'm here to tell you, when you put out something in the kingdom of God, it gets multiplied. Because God is a multiplier. Amen. So whatever you put out, you're going to get a lot of it back. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's why, you know, using it, using it is something bad. If you put something bad out, a lot of bad <laughs> comes back. Amen. You know, they say, oh, man, the car broke down. And then uh, 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 I got my mortgage was, was uh, off. And then this time, I mean, it's just a chain. How does that happen? Because it's a lot. Whatever happened, a lot of it is coming back to you now. But flip it. It's the same thing with good. Amen. When you're doing good, when you're doing God's will, when you're standing on his word, when a lot of it comes back to you. Oh, man, this happened. And then this came in. And then I got a new this and a new that. And all these good things happen. Amen. It's like the farmer. It's seed, it's seed time and harvest with the word of God, saints. When the farmer plants corn, how much does he get? Just one ear, a few ears? He gets a lot of ears. Amen. Same thing, same, that's a godly principle. Seed, time, and harvest. 
That's what this scripture is saying. It's saying, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. So if you judge, you're going to be judged at that same standard, saints. Amen. See, God doesn't want us to be hypocrites like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Huh? They was holding everybody to the law, right? But the problem was they couldn't do the law themselves. I'm going to hold you to this law, all these Ten Commandments, but I can't even do them. God doesn't want us to be like that. Judging someone, knowing that you're doing the same thing. Does that make any sense? Thanks to God. <laughs> oh, praise God. You know what? When you, when you judge people, when you start pointing that finger, I'm going to show you all what, what really happens. When you point the finger like this, how many point back at you? Uh-uh. Three of them. <laughs> when you point one finger, three fingers are pointing back at you. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Something about human nature that we can do that, though. We can judge somebody and be doing the same thing. Oh, I got to show you this in myself. I was young. I was like 13 years old. Listen to this. This is a really true story. So I'm in my room. I'm reading a magazine. And it's showing how smoking, what it does to your lungs, how your lungs look like when you smoke. Right? So I go downstairs to my dad, who was a smoker. And I say, Dad, you need to really quit smoking. And he said, I'm going to quit, son. All smokers say the same thing. I was a smoker. I'm going to quit, son. Don't worry about it. I'm going to quit. I said, but look how your lungs look. Look, this is how your lungs look. Showed him the picture and everything. He said, son, I know I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit. I said, okay. And you know what I did? I went right back up to my room and fired up a cigarette. How do we do stuff like that? <laughs> now, I went down there, judged him, talked about him, told him he needed to quit, showed him the picture, and went right back up to my room and fired that, that cool. Oh, Y'all better hear me. Huh? God don't want us to be hypocrites like that. That's, why, that's what the scripture said. Don't judge him unless you want to be judged. <laughs> Look at verse 3. It says, And why beholdest thou the mote in, in that is thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thy own eye? That's what the scripture says, saints. Amen. How can we do that? Human nature, flesh is crazy. I'm trying to show it to you. We can do stuff like that. <laughs> See, we can look at what's wrong in someone else, but we just can't see it in ourselves. Isn't that crazy? People come to church and talk about how church is not perfect. How oh, they're not perfect in there. Of course we not, because you came. Amen. <laughs> All of us need work. That's why we're here. Amen. We want to get better. We want to get closer to Christ. We want, we're trying to get closer to perfection. That's why we're here. <laughs> But they judge us. Oh, they're not perfect. No, we're not. Amen. <laughs> but we're trying to get close to the perfect one, saints. Flesh is so crazy. We're trying to be led spiritually by God's spirit because we know the flesh is weak. 
That's why it's saying don't judge one another. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we can see what's wrong in someone else, saints, but we can't see our own shortcomings. Isn't that something? Now, let me give you this earthly illustration of a heavenly truth using golf. Amen. You all know I like golf, right? <laughs> Praise God. Golfers always need someone else to look at their swing. <laughs> Did you hear what I said, Saints? Now, it's a pro on the driving range that I go to. Pro. Pro golfer. And he always comes around and he's looking at our swings. Are you keeping your head down? Are you uh, keeping your left arm as straight as you can keep it? Are you following through? Are you shifting your weight? He just gives us all these great tips, right? <laughs> so one day I'm up at the range and the pro says, Rudy, I need you to look at my swing. I mean, you're a pro. <laughs> you need me to look at your swing. But he was a pro with wisdom. You know why he need me to look at his swing? Because you can't see your own faults. Oh, I got to get that. I'm going to get that in your spirit today. You can't see it. You need somebody else to look at it for you. Amen. That's why we, we can quickly look and see what's wrong with somebody else. Come on. But we can't see what's wrong with our own self. That's why we can do it. Amen. Every golfer, pro golfer, the golfers in the world, they all have coaches that's looking at their swing constantly. They pros. Why? Because they can't see it themselves. Someone else has to see it. So you can see the problems of someone else, but you can't see it in yourself. Say amen to that, saints. I'm giving you a piece of meat right now. <laughs> but you know what? God created us like that. He wants you to see the problem in someone else. And then you know what else he wants to do? <laughs> you to do? He want to make sure that you're not doing the same thing. Huh? That's why he allows you to see it in somebody else. Amen. Okay, let's look at the scripture. Let's, let's keep it in context. We're keeping it in context, right? Look at verse 4. It says, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. <laughs> huh? Come on, say, God wants you to see the mote in your brother's eye, and then check yourself. That's what he wants you to do. Amen? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Don't run and pull the moat out of his eye. Make sure you have your own act together, saints. Then you can go and help somebody else. Are y'all hearing me? The blind cannot lead the blind. Are y'all hearing me? Say amen to that. <laughs> like the pro golfer, he had to get himself to a certain level, right? Then he came to help us out. Huh? But before you criticize, you got to make sure you got your stuff together before you help somebody else. Amen. We're talking about judging right now, right? Judge not that ye be not judged. Look at verse 5. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. It says, thou hypocrite. That's what he don't want. He don't want us to be hypocrites. He said, thou hypocrite. Quit, quit. First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. <laughs> Say amen to that, saints. Once you get yourself together, then you can see clearly so you can help someone else. 
I know you all heard this, this saying right here I'm going to tell y'all. Practice what? You got to practice what you preach. You got to do it. Huh? See, many are preaching, but they're not doing it. Let's, let me say this to you. There's no anointing on that. Amen. There's no anointing. Why? Because you're not seeing clearly. See, once you check it in yourself, now you can, what did the scriptures say? And then shalt thou see clearly. Huh? But if, you, if you're putting it out there and criticizing and judging and you're not doing it, you can't see it clearly. So there's no, no, no anointing on it. Amen? <laughs> Please get this in your spirit. You got to get yourself to, together first. Then you can see clearly to go help your brother. Amen? So it's not that God doesn't want us to judge saints. He just wants us to be righteous judges. Amen? <laughs> We're talking about the scripture, judge that you be not judged not that you be not judged, right? I'm going to repeat this again because this is the punchline for you right here. It's not that God doesn't want you to judge, okay? Because that's what that scripture sounds like. Don't judge so you won't be judged. Nope. It's not that he doesn't want you to judge. He just wants you to be a righteous judge. Say amen to that. He wants us to get our own selves together before we go judging someone else. Hmm? What, what I took my father probably would have been powerful. Had I not went up there and fired up that cigarette myself. <laughs> he probably said, oh, boy, I know you up there doing the same thing down here bothering me. Huh? It had no anointing on it. <laughs> Amen. I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I'm going to repeat this one more time. It's not that God doesn't want us to judge, saints. Get this in your spirit. He just wants us to be righteous judges. Amen. And to be a righteous judge, you got to get yourself together first <laughs> before you go and judge somebody else. Amen. Again, saints, this scripture is so misquoted. Judge not that, that you be not judged. We see that it doesn't mean you can never judge. What matters is how you judge. Say amen to that. God wants us to be righteous judges and not hypocrites. Amen. That's what he wants us to do. Real talk, saints, judging is going on all day long. What you think is happening in the court of law? Huh? People are being judged. The Bible can't contradict itself. It can't say, don't do something here and then do it over here, saints. You hear me? It says in so many places to judge other people. That's how you make wise decisions. Amen. See, we, we are to judge whether a person is righteous or unrighteous. Amen. We have to judge who we want to associate with. That's a judgment call, right? Who we want to be in contact with. Amen? That's a judgment. If we walk around our entire life never judging anyone's behavior, then we will be, we will accept any behavior. We will accept all behavior, right? We couldn't differentiate. Huh? So you see how the scripture is misinterpreted, saints. Parents could never judge their children huh, in order to discipline them. Show them the correct way. They couldn't judge them. 
if the scripture is just saying judge so you won't be judged. <laughs> we couldn't place judgment on whether we want to be friends with someone or marry someone. We couldn't do it. Amen. Employers couldn't judge whether or not they wanted to hire someone on this scripture. If you, if, if you, if you misquote that scripture or misinterpreted it, I'm trying to show you some things that would not be unless it was judgment was involved. So the whole idea of judge not lest ye be judged is misused in this society today, saints. The truth is Jesus tells us it's okay to judge. We just have to be judged in the right way. Say amen to that, saints. And before we judge, we got to look at our own selves. And if corrections need to be made, we need to do that first. Amen. Then and only then can we correct somebody else. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. It's okay to correct someone else, but the main one you must deal with first is yourself. You all know that one, right? Me, myself, come on. And I. <laughs> That's the one you got to deal with. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I want to clear up that judge, not lest you be judged. Because people really use that to do, to run amok. And then say, just don't judge me. The Bible say don't judge me. Amen. Oh, I'm going to take you deep. Turn in your Bibles to Romans chapter 14. I said I'm going to bless you real good, right? So I'm going to do it. Turn in your Bibles to Romans chapter 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Romans chapter 14. Look at verse 7. Follow me to verse 7, saints. It says, for none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. So we don't live to ourselves, and we don't die to ourselves. Amen. Look at verse 8. For whether we live, we live who? Where, saints? We live unto the Lord. Right? And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. So whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. Say amen to that. We belong to you, Lord. That's why, that's why we're in this win-win situation. Because <laughs> we're living for the Lord. Huh? If we die, we're still in the Lord. Amen. There's no losing. That's what Paul said. This, this is Paul speaking out. That's why Paul said, to live is Christ and to die is gain. <laughs> There's no losing. That's why when they may try to make us afraid, oh, y'all better be afraid because the corona could kill you. Well, I'm still gaining. <laughs> Paul just said, I'd rather live so I could be a blessing to you all. <laughs> huh? I'm going to do that, but I, I really want to go be with the Lord. That's what he was saying. Amen. He said, but it's, 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 it's profitable. It's more profitable if I hang with you all because God is using me. So to live is Christ, I'm going to be in Christ. And to die is gain, I'm going to be with the Lord. I'm not afraid. That's how, you, that's how you kill that fear. Oh, we'll see the world say, who cares what the world say? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I ain't going to get on that. I'm going to stay on the word of God. Amen. <laughs> but that's what the word of God said. To live is Christ and to die is gain. Look at this. Look at verse 9. 
For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Just for more confirmation. Christ is, is the Lord over the living, come on, and the dead. He's still the Lord. Amen. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, Lord. See, Christ lived his life, saints, and he died and he rose up as an example to us. Huh? He said what he does, we will do. So what is it to be afraid of? There's no ending. See, the devil had us thinking when you die, it's, that's the end, the, the end. That's not the end. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 10, saints. But why doest thou judge thy brother? Uh-oh. Here we go. But why does thou judge thy brother? Or why does thou set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Saying if you ain't got to judge him, because God going to judge all of us. Is that what it's saying? <laughs> Say we're going to all stand before the See, every believer is going to give an account of themselves. And the Lord will judge the decisions that we made. Amen. So we're saying set it not. You know, it says, don't, why does that set at not? That's another question. You know, what set at not means to disregard or scorn or have disdain for a person. Amen. Don't, don't do that. Saints of God, we can't do that because God is going to judge them. See, our job is really to encourage them when we see the problem. But we got to make, first make sure that we're not doing the same thing. Huh? And then, then we can see clearly. Then we can really give them what they need because we're doing it. But when we're not doing it, our conviction, we don't have a conviction in that testimony. Because we know we're saying it, but we know, I know I'm doing the same thing. How am I even telling them this? Hey, man, I should be taking my own advice. Say amen to that, saints. <laughs> That's the truth. Look at verse 11. It says, for it is written... As I live, said the Lord, every knee will bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. See, God is saying no matter what they, they have, no matter what they have to humble themselves and confess me and come before me. No matter what they have. Everybody going to humble themselves and confess Christ and they're going to come before, before the Lord. So verse 12 says, so then... Every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Say amen. 13. Let, not, let us not therefore judge one another, what saints, anymore. But judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Amen. So God is saying quit judging folks and putting up roadblocks to stop them. <laughs> So he said, he said, rather judge this. He said, judge if you're trying to hinder someone. <laughs> That's what you judge. Am I really trying to, to, since I'm trying to teach them a lesson, because I know that they're doing this, and I know this about them, and you didn't judge them already. So now I'm, going, I'm not going to do this. Something that you might want to do, oh, I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> I know they, they got this problem. Come on, say amen to that. I'm giving you a piece of meat right now, saints. It says don't do that. Don't throw that roadblock, that stumbling block up. Huh? <laughs> a stumbling block on occasion to fall in a way. Don't do that. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 14. It says, 
I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Oh, I like this one. Huh? Paul saying there's nothing unclean of itself. How could Paul say that? Because he saw that vision. When he saw them, them, uh, those uh, pigs and all of that unclean stuff in front of him. And then he said, then he said Paul, come kill and eat. I mean, Peter. Peter saw that vision. Peter said, he said, Peter, kill and eat. He said, I can't eat that. It's not clean. <laughs> Paul said, nothing unclean unto itself. But if you think it's unclean, what? Then it's unclean to you. Catch that revelation right there. That's what he's saying. But to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it's unclean. Oh, see, this is where we get messed up. Follow me right here, real close. Look at verse 15. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Oh, you got to get that piece right there. Huh? <laughs> this is a perfect example of why you have to be careful judging people. Amen. Because you may say it's okay. That's okay. But they may think it's not okay. Amen. And if they think it's wrong, let's say, for instance, some people think it's wrong to eat pork. The Bible says, you know, it's not clean. And it does in the Old Testament. But Jesus cleaned it. I know that. I got that revelation. Huh? He can't lie. He told Peter, why do you call what I clean unclean? And then they say, oh, yeah, but he was talking about people. Yeah, he was talking about people. But I know the sword swings like this. He ain't going to lie. So he's going to tell a lie about them pigs and all that stuff to give you an example of people. That's like me giving you an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. But I'm going to lie about one part and tell the truth about another part. How foolish is that? Oh, please get this. Huh? So some think it's not cool to eat pork. Catch this right here. When you go have dinner with them, you don't order pork. Well, why can't I order pork? I think it's okay. They the one got the pork. They the one don't know. Because you you're putting a stumbling block in front of them. Okay, now I'm going to read it again. This time you're going to understand it. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, He's going to be grieved when he see you in that pork. <laughs> now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Don't do it in front of him. I got some brothers right now. Grew up with them. Raised me in the church. They ain't eat no pork. They ain't eat no catfish. They ain't doing none of that. When I go to dinner with them, you know what? I just don't do that. I'm not going to put a stumbling block. Even though God gave me the revelation, I cleaned that up, Rudy. But I ain't going to do it in front of them. Because if they esteem it to be wrong to them, guess what? It's wrong. Oh, uh, we don't want, we, we, that's a tough one right there. All right, let me break. Let me make it simpler for you. Here, here, let me give you this right here. Here's a brother who has a problem with alcohol. Amen? You don't have a problem with alcohol. You can go have you five drinks and go home and keep on doing whatever you're doing. You ain't got no problem with alcohol. But you hanging out with a brother that do have a problem with alcohol. He drink, he go on a binge, he go, he, all kind of stuff happens. When you go out with that brother, do you sit at the table and order a drink? Come on, talk to me. Talk back to me. Huh? No, you don't do that. 
you know he got a problem with this. You know, I really would like to get me a wine or whatever, but I ain't going to do that because I know this brother have a problem. I can't put that stumbling block in front of him. That's what the scripture is saying. We don't get this one right here. Amen. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, not walkest thou not charitably, destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Christ died for him. You, got, you can't mess him up when you start doing things that you know he's, he, in his mind, that's wrong, that's bad. Then you, you, you want to always be encouraging saints of God. Amen. Look what verse 16 says. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Yeah, your good, it's good to you. Amen. <laughs> but it said, don't let your good be evil spoken of. See, it could be a good thing you're doing, but if it's evil because it's a stumbling block to somebody else, this is what the scripture said. Don't let that, that good thing that you know is okay for you. Be a stumbling block to somebody else. Say amen to that. Huh? Oh, this is a good word today, saints of God. It's blessing me tremendously. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not, come on, it's not meat and drink. That's not the kingdom of God. But it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh, saints of God, we don't want to have to judge them because we will all stand before God, saints. The judge of all judges. Say amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Judge not that you be not judged. Y'all getting into this word? Y'all understanding me? Because <laughs> we, we, we in the flesh it, it, by, by nature, whoo, we, we can be strange. My daddy up down there smoking. I go downstairs, take him the paper, read it to him, show him all the pictures, and go right up there and fire up a cigarette. <laughs> we could be strange, I'm telling you. Amen? <laughs> but you don't want to be judging unless you get yourself together first. Huh? And it's not saying we can't judge. I don't want y'all to think that. But we have, we have to judge righteously. Amen? We got to get that in our spirit. Thank you, Jesus, to judge folks righteously. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for righteous judgment. We know God is a righteous judge, right? Here's another thing that's helpful, too. God is a righteous judge. He gets it right every time. But you know why he, he does that? Because he has all the facts. <laughs> God knows all the facts. See, sometimes we're judged. We think we know the facts. Person could be sitting on the bus, right? They look all messed up and and and, and just clothes all out of order. And and you see them and, and you judge them. Oh, they messed up. They, you know, I heard this story before many years ago. And it ended up that person's wife had passed away. And they just was kind of bewildered. It was all messed up. They just but you see them, and, and, and immediately you think, oh, they got they, they, they messed up. They, they this, they that. They don't know how to do this. They are, and they could have problems. People can have underlying problems you don't know about. So you can't be rushing to judge them. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 
Try to get as many, many facts as you can get before you start forming those opinions. Amen? I'm going to give you all a bonus, right? Because I got to make for absolutely, certainly sure you got this word. <laughs> I got to make sure. Because this is a tough one. I mean, this one, we, it's so misinterpreted. Amen? Let me give you this bonus right here, saints. Turn in your, your Bible to John chapter 7. I'm going to get through this bonus with you all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for your word today, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you're doing in our lives. We say glory to you. Hallelujah to you. I just want to speak a special blessing over everyone today. Everyone here and everyone on the Zoom service. Amen. I want to speak a blessing over you. Asking the Lord to do something very special for you. Amen. In the, in, the, in the area of judging, since that's what he's given us today. Do something very special for you in the area of judging. Amen. All right. You all there? John chapter 7. Thank you, Jesus. I need one of those programs. I had a program up here. No. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. You keep yours, Elder, because uh, you can read it. He'll, he'll get a bunch of them. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Thank you so much. Praise God. It says on the front, what did Jesus mean when he said, judge not, lest ye be judged? In Matthew 7, 1, which is what we're reading, we're going we're gonna to have complete understanding of that. <laughs> and I like what the back says. It says, never look down on someone unless you are helping them up. Isn't that something? If you're looking down on them, help them up. <laughs> I once told somebody, I said, if you see me in the back, I'm pushing. I'm pushing. I'm trying to get you forward. <laughs> amen. Get that in your spirit, saints. We are servants. Say amen to that. Huh? If you see your brother caught up and all that, we're servants. <laughs> and if you want to be the apple of God's eye, I told y'all what you have to do. Last of all, come on, and servant of all, everybody. Huh? Now you the apple of God's eye. You got to put yourself last. Amen. When you see somebody that want to be up front, they want to be first, they want to be, that's not the apple of God's eye. Amen. The apple of God's eye, Jesus told them. He was talking to his disciples. He said, oh, y'all want to be, y'all figuring out who's trying to be first? Well, let's let me tell you what that criteria is right now. You got to be last of all and servant of all. Amen. We are servant saints, not judges. Look at John 7, chapter 14. I mean, look at John chapter 7 and verse 14. It says, now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up to the temple and taught. We're in the bonus land right now. So Jesus is, it went up to the, to the uh, temple in the midst of the feast. The feast was going on. To teach. Amen. He's teaching God's law. He's teaching that letter of the law up there. Amen. Look at verse 15. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? <laughs> the Jews are saying, How's this Jesus knowing this word like this? <laughs> huh? He wasn't in our priestly school. Uh, he wasn't around for all those teachings. How does he teach like this? 
I'll say amen to that. That's what they it said. And the Jews marveled. They wondered how in the world is Jesus teaching, speaking this word like he's speaking. He didn't go to seminary school. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he's not a high priest. That's what they thought. <laughs> Look how they judging Jesus right here. Huh? And they marveled, saying, how know if this man letters having never learned? They judging him. How's he doing this? Amen. <laughs> who all know they wrong? Uh, who all know they wrong? <laughs> they wrong for judging Christ. Amen. But they don't think they wrong. Huh? They think they, hey, we know he don't, he, he don't know how's he doing this. We marveling and we don't know. Look at verse 16. Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. <laughs> See, Jesus is saying to them, it's not me talking to you, but the one who sent me. Amen. He's trying to help them out. Look at verse 17. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He's saying, and you all that's really doing the will of God can differentiate. You all know if it's God or if it's me. Amen. Oh, thank you. That's what he said. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to read that again because I don't think y'all caught that revelation. It said, if any man will do his will. <laughs> Please catch that re revelation. You don't know God's word until you do it. Say amen to that. He said, if any man will do his will, now he can hear me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what Nike say? <laughs> Just do it. They got it right. Amen. You got to do it. Amen. Then you, can, then you can receive. You can understand it. Amen. That's what he's telling them. He says, then he shall know the doctrine. You should begin to understand it when you do it. Many don't tie. You know why they don't tie? Because they don't understand it. Huh? And if they, they will never understand it unless they do it. Huh? That's what the scripture is telling you right here. Amen. He shall know of the doctrine, whether it be God or whether I speak of myself. Well, how you got it? How he gonna know? If any man will do his will, you gotta do it. Look at verse 18. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory that sent him. But he that, no, he that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Everybody say, to God be the glory. <laughs> for your glory, Lord. It's for the for glory of God. Look at verse 19. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keepeth the law? <laughs> Here we go with that hypocritical stuff. Moses gave him the law. He said, oh, none of y'all keep it. Why go you about to kill me? Oh, that's powerful right there. Jesus said, didn't Moses give you all the law, and y'all don't keep it, and then y'all trying to kill me? <laughs> and they some hypocrites, saints. They can't keep the law. They judging Jesus. They want to kill him, amen, for something they can't do themselves. Oh, I'm going to get this one in your spirit today. Say, I told you we strange. We strange. They want to kill Jesus. Amen. Because <laughs> he's outside of the law in their mind. 
and they can't keep that, uh, that same law themselves. Oh, come on. You all got to see this one here clearly. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 20, saints. We know Jesus had fulfilled the whole law. He didn't break it. He, what did he do? He fulfilled it, right? He said when he came here, I didn't come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. But yet and still, they want to kill him. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 20. The people answered and said, thou has a devil. <laughs> Who goeth about to kill thee? <laughs> Lord have mercy. See, many times when we don't understand something, you know what we say, saints? It's the devil. Y'all know we strange. Y'all know we do this. We don't get it, right? There's something going on. We don't really get it. We say it's the devil. Oh, it's the de I'm going to give you an example. My wife and myself were purchasing a house in Harvey. Amen? We were trying to buy the house in Harvey, and everything was blocking us from buying this house that we was well qualified to buy. Amen. But, but everything was, was continually blocking us from buying this house. And you know what I said? It's the devil. It's the devil. See, this is the devil. He's just trying to block us. It's the devil. <laughs> but really, it was God. God was trying to get us to the something better. Because, <laughs> you know, you get what you want. Come on. Or something better every time. Well, God was holding out something better for us, but we, 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 we didn't understand it. <laughs> See why we got, we got to judge righteously? We didn't know. We were judging it. Oh, no, this is the devil's work right here. Many times when we don't understand, we say it's the devil. That's what they did. The people answered and said, thou has a devil. Who goeth about to kill thee? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. See, they lied and denied his saints. They knew, they knew they was plotting to kill Jesus. Amen. But now they knew that he knew because he said it. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work and ye all marvel. Amen. Jesus answered them, saints, and told them he just done one work, and they all marveling. What was the work that he did anyway that made him marvel? <laughs> the one work was when he healed the man on the Sabbath day. When Jesus healed the man on the Sabbath day, they all marveled. Amen. <laughs> and they negatively judged him. Amen. <laughs> and they, just, they negatively judged Jesus for healing the man on the Sabbath day. He said, I've done that one work in your tomorrow. Look at verse 22. This brings it home. He said, Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. So he's saying, you keep the law of Moses on the Sabbath day, right? But you're talking about me for doing that one work, that one good work on the Sabbath day. But you were circumcised on the Sabbath day. See, he's trying to reason with them now. Make it make sense to them. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 
Look at verse 23. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should be broken, shall not be broken. Are you angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? <laughs> you, all, you all hear that? Saints of God. Jesus said, if you can circumcise a man to keep Moses' law on the Sabbath day, how are you going to get mad at me for making this man whole, restoring him on the Sabbath day? How are you going to do that? He tried to reason with us, man, because we, we, we something else, I'm telling you. Amen? <laughs> but, the, but the bottom line, you can do good, saints, on any day. Amen? <laughs> they got bad judgment. Amen? <laughs> That's what he's trying to show them. Your judgment is bad. You're judging me, but it's not a righteous judgment. It's bad. Amen? <laughs> But here's what I want you to see. Here's the punchline to the day's message. I said all that I said today to tell you this one, one uh, scripture right here, found in verse 24. <laughs> I said all of that to say this. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Say amen to that. That's where I wanted to go with you all today. So that Judge not that ye not be judged. Don't mean you can't never judge because somebody going to judge you. No. This means gets all the facts. But at the end of the day, you want to make a righteous judge. This was Jesus talking. Judge not according to the appearance. Don't judge on what it looked like. Amen. Get the facts first. Get everything in order. Then make your decision so you can make a righteous judgment. And make sure, make sure for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, that you're not doing the same thing. Huh? Because we can do that. We, we strange. We can do that. We can be doing the same thing and judge somebody else for it. <laughs> do you hear me? We're capable of doing that. Amen. Oh, Father, help me. Help us, Lord, not to judge others in a hypocritical way, Father. Help us to examine ourselves to be able to make right and wrong decisions when we judge, Lord. Help us not to judge unrighteous, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Help us not to cast our, our pearls among swine, Lord. Help us to, 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 to be wise judges and keep us from sin, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Father, we thank you for your word today, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to do some praying, saints.